0: Well, welcome to episode four of the From Busy to Rich podcast with Wes Young. Uh, Today, we're going to help you answer a question that you must be able to answer with clarity and confidence. And this question can be the single difference between you being wildly successful in your business or the reason that you're continually frustrated and discouraged. So let's get right into the conversation. Uh, I want to welcome Wes and Justin as usual. Gentlemen, how are you today?
1: Fabulous. Looking forward to today's discussion, Andy.
0: Awesome. Good, Justin, well, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. Always well, good to be seen and see you. <laughs> yeah, it's great to see you, man. Great to see you. Uh, so, and if you're like, hey, why I, can I see these guys? Uh, I think we'll be posting the videos as well. So we're all having pretty good hair days, uh, especially our guest. So uh, Wes, if you can introduce that. Uh, we've got a special guest today in addition to you and Justin.
1: Yeah, Yeah. well, yeah. Um, we call him Bald and Beautiful. Uh, our guest today is is Cody Moore. Co- Cody is our uh, uh, lead advisor and and lead project manager in our firm. And and Cody's just elite at what he does. He's he's great at it. He joined our team about three years ago, and it's been just a wonderful um, a wonderful addition to what we're trying to accomplish and helping our clients increase their profitability and, and quality of life. Uh, Co- Cody's, uh, as you know, we're we're one hundred percent remote. Organization. So, uh, Cody's Cody's really taken full advantage of that, though, because when he started with us, he was in in Shreveport, and and then uh, shortly after, through job changes and family movements uh, with with his wife Sue, they are in uh, South Carolina. And so, Cody's joining us East Coast. You know, the difficulty with Cody is making sure that he gets the right time. I'm just happy he showed up today, <laughs> not East Coast time
0: good yeah, news is if
1: you he got here early and nobody's here, he knows oh I'm on an hour off, but
0: good job, Cody. way to go, man. Thanks for being here.
2: yeah, hey, glad to be here. Thank y'all for all the kind comments on my hair it's, It really is good today, so glad to be here
0: yeah, it's the most comments he's gotten That's the most comments he's gotten here in a long time, maybe I don't know ten years. uh so let's go ahead and dig into it um you know we're going to be entering into a new topic today, wes. Uh, and it's a, you know, it, it's in the genre of charging for your advice. So could you just set the stage for how your company approaches that idea and that part of your business? Because I know there's advisors who have been thinking about it, or maybe they don't really know how to attack it. Um, and, and, and part of it is just the shift of what we're talking about, which is then how do I, how do I tell people what I do if I start charging for advice? Like, what do I what do I say now? <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, it's it's like the the first step in the in the process, right? Is that you can't really meet with people until someone or or yourself has told them what you do and it's attractive enough to where they want to lean in. But when you're a, an organization like ours, uh, and and you're you're built around, we are in the advice business. Uh, our, our our belief is that um, you know you you are the product. In other words, there's lots of there's hundreds of thousands of great planning strategies. Uh, and combinations of them what makes one the best is totally dependent on the unique story that you're in about money which means you, you've started from somewhere and you're and you want to head towards somewhere and quite often the need to crystallize that is important but what's also important is having somebody that's a catalyst of really good ideas or a curator of really good ideas that can look at your holistic picture and be able to then say hey in light of all these things that matter to you, Let's talk through the most critical areas of planning and any sometimes those areas that that are critical to really helping them increase their profitability and quality of life, which is our our firm's win. They don't have anything to do with managing money and they don't have anything to do with putting an insurance policy in place and they don't have anything to do with the great products. Now, you're going to certainly get to all that stuff. That stuff's very important. But there's a whole world that you need to be aware of when you're doing holistic planning that you can be so unique and so valuable and so attractive to somebody that would be an ideal client for us, that when you begin to approach the business in that way, where it's, we say it's fee, not free, you know, because then they're going to want to stop what they're doing and lean in. Um, the, I think that one of the big pieces there to think about is most of the people uh, that come into this business, if they came in like, like the way I did through, through a large insurance channel, uh, you did a lot of work for free for the privilege of placing a product. And uh, but everybody is well aware that in order to actually eventually get paid, you had to place a product you, 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 or you had to manage money. Um, we remove that. There's a lot of wonderful people we work with. We don't manage a stitch of money and hadn't put any product in place because maybe it was already done, but we still can add a ton of value. I will tell you this for those listening and you, you're not in this world yet and you're thinking, but I really want to place the product. And I really want to manage the money. All that stuff naturally organically comes. We, we, we certainly do a great job managing money and, and there's insurance needs and things like that that we place. There's just so much more to overall financial health um, that, and, and profitability and quality of life. So I, I just think it's so critical for those of you who have not taken that step to, to really, we're going we're gonna to give you some great gateways in, uh, I think, to, to do that today.
0: Yeah, and I don't know that there's anything more foundational than answering the question, what do you do? And it is fascinating to me. Fascinating. I mean, consider this if you're listening right now. With how much confidence and clarity do you answer that question when someone asks you that question? It is fascinating that I know people that, unless they have a very distinct, you know, I'm an eye doctor, you know what I mean? I'm a plumber, you know, I'm a teacher, you know. It is very fascinating in, in the financial services world how difficult that question is for some people. Um, and so uh, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to talk about today. Um, so Wes, what, what else would you want us to know about answering the question, um, what do you do?
1: Yeah, so I think to set this up, it's important to go a couple places and really unpack some things. I think uh, th- this, by the way, is the meeting that you're going to have more of than any other kind of meeting that you have. And it's probably, by most people's own admission, the meeting they're least prepared for and worst at than any other meeting. And I think there's some some reasons for it. I think that, you know, most other meetings, they go on the calendar. You can prepare for them. You can think about it. This is one that can come up at any time while you're at the gym or the grocery store or at a party. And it's what we found is that most people, they, they tend to, to view it as a problem to avoid uh, rather than an opportunity to seize. If, if In fact, people I know got great friends and they do really, really well in this business and a lot of good. And they, and it's in spite of their inability to answer this question very well. And, and, you know, we've got great friends in in the elite advisor network that we joke about this all the time. It's like the funniest, (laughs) funniest area is like shooting for amazing things that you're able to do, but, but your first interaction with this person is not like, oh man, I want to, I'm drawn in for that because our business, Andy, is one of influence and influence is the ability to affect the way people think and act and develop most of the time, the people we want to work with are doing well without us already. Yeah, and so we need to be such an attractive interruption to their normal, to where they want to lean in to what's next. And and, and what we found pretty pretty just straightforward on this is that um, I, I love the old. If you've ever heard the, the two shoe salesman, where these two shoe salesmen go over uh, to an island to expand the oper- their, their their each individual operations. And the one salesman, uh, after touring town all day, they they both tour town all day. They come back and they send word home. And the first salesman sends back bad news. Nobody on this island wears shoes. Stop production. I'm coming home tomorrow. The second one comes in and says, hey, great news. Nobody on this island wears shoes. The market's untapped. Double production. I'm staying an extra month. Yeah. And, and I really feel like this is it, I mean, my prayer and hope is by the time we're done today, at least this begins this with the advisors that are listening, is that the one salesman viewed this as a problem to avoid and another an opportunity to seize. I think when done well, it's so natural, it's so attractive, it's so easy that you're going to want to lean in and your clients are going to want to lean in and you're just going to view this as like a giant untapped opportunity because you're successful in spite of this. When you can blend this one thing in, I think it absolutely revolutionizes uh, the amount of in- incoming people that you'll have wanting to look at your business. Uh,
0: the, this, this phrase, I would like to have bounce around your ears. If you're watching or listening right now, uh, as I was reviewing our notes for, for this um, Wes, I, you know, sometimes you read something and you literally just stop and go, dang, that's good. And it was this, the attractive interruption. And I thought to myself, that's a rarity. And, you know, yeah. attention uh is 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 very expensive nowadays so many things vying for our attention ding 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 ding, you know notification notification the idea that you listening to us right now could consider yourself i'm an attractive interruption that's a that's that's i hope that's exciting you know um but it also seems like gosh what do i need to do to get to that because i ain't that right now i'm for most people you know advisors are just an interruption you know and we've got enough of those right
1: Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. yeah.
0: So, what are some common ways that this is approached right now? What What are the most common? And again, common is usually wrong. <laughs> so, yeah. what, what What are the ways that that uh, that, that, that this looks?
1: I, I I love that because you got to figure out what not to do sometimes before you figure out what what might be working <laughs> and what to do. And I think it's two things. I think it is labels and book reports. And and if you think about most common by far is the label. So what do we say? we say? Hey, Andy, what do you do? I'm a financial advisor. I'm a money manager. I'm a, uh, you know, holistic financial planner. If we want to sound really weird, um, you know, we can really all the all the <laughs> things. Retirement specialist. Yeah, yeah. Retirement, all these things that people are like, okay. And here's the thing. Labels go in boxes. And in our heads, we these are common things. And we can associate someone or at least an, a, an idea, a category of someone's to certain labels. So, if you say I sell insurance or I'm a car sh- car salesman, you have a label in your head where you put those people, and and at best they like that category, but you're common. You're just like everybody else. You are like what they already have. A- at worst, they don't like that category and they want to get away from you. Mm-hmm. You're not an attra- You were like an unattractive interruption, and and uh, so I th- I think that that doesn't work well. But I think what the opposite it doesn't work well either. It's where they go to the other side of the ditch, where instead of like the label's not getting the reaction they want where people are like, Hey, well, man, I want to sit down with you and let's have a conversations and interrupt all this great stuff I'm doing. So they're like, well, I need something. I need to be more complete and I need to talk about all the things I do. There is hundreds of thousands of planning strategies out there. And if you try and list them all, like, that's why this is difficult. Eddie, and it's, if somebody asks you, Hey, what do you do? You're like, how much time you got? Cause yeah. I, can, I can do a whole lot of stuff. Like, so, I, I mean, we joke, but early on in, in, like, I remember sitting at a Starbucks with my really good friend, Chris Fulbright, who's still in the business. And we wrote out beautifully this complete answer to this question. And eloquent, very eloquent. You know, yeah. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Now, we could never remember it to say it in the moment. Good thing, because we, nobody would have wanted to be around us if we did, because it would have taken like, if you call it an elevator pitch, we would have needed like an elevator nine times. Yeah,
0: you would have needed right? a big building.
1: Yeah, right. Right. And it's so like, how do you not be a label, but how do you also not be a book report? And and it's just it's people just resign themselves to this is why this is just I hope I say it. And I'm not so unattractive with the label because that's where they usually land eventually because report and work that it keeps going.
0: Well, and the other issue with the answer to the question of what do you do is you want by your answer to, you know, to either help qualify for this person and say, this is why you, you, you care about my answer. Uh, or, um, or or that's or have them ask another question, yes. right? Because let's just let's just point out the worst case scenario for this is oh cool, <laughs> right? Like that's the cool, yeah. Right, good funny. sounds that sounds <laughs> neat, right? Because yeah, listen, if, even if you say a teacher, someone's going to say well, that's awesome. What, yeah. what what grade? What what specialty? You know, uh, you know they're gonna they're gonna give you something back. But the worst is. Oh, good. Yeah, that, that's, that's right. That's a, by the way, folks, just so you're if, you're, if you're not keeping track at home, that's a period. That's not a question mark, right? That is right. conversation does went on. That part of the
1: conversation is over. It's, that's right. It's new chapter. There is no leaning in with a period. It is only <laughs> question mark, right? That's what you want.
0: Right, right. So walk us down. Like, um, you know, what, t- talk to us about why you want us to talk about the why before the what and what do you mean by yeah. that?
1: Yeah, so I think you don't do labels, you don't do book reports. We call it do the why before what approach, and and I, I kind of discovered this, and then I'll give you the the premise and stuff around it with my kids. So we we all have kids. Um, I, I have the oldest kids on, on here, although we are all fairly close in age. I want to point out. So um, and then, uh, but I, I I can universally say that I know something about all of you that that when you go tell your kids. Hey, go brush your teeth. They probably don't always say, well, yes, father. I'd love to go do that. You know, or, may- or maybe it's just uh, in, in Texas and in Austin. No, so. you're
0: going to say never. They've never. Yeah. Yes, father.
1: Yeah. It's like, what, what are they saying? They're like, oh, dad, why do oh, we
0: have uh, No, my favorites. I already did. I'm like, yeah. it's, it's you noon. Did. You did it I know, yesterday. but I did, I did yesterday. I mean.
1: Yeah. <laughs> did it in the morning. What do you say? So, so but. I, I kind of, and I'm not getting, this isn't parenting advice. It does work, but it, it's uh, I, it, I, hey, it, it, a yeah, bonus
0: bonus, everybody. Bonus and uh, bonus.
1: we'll have a parenting podcast next. And it's, and it, I said, what have I, what have I started with what they always say? What have I started with why? And I said, Hey kids, you know how you hate going to the dentist or you hate going to the doctor when they put needles in your arms. And they're like, yes yeah. all of a sudden i had their attention and i'm like did you know brushing your teeth every day keeps the dentist from having to put needles in your gums they both got up went and brushed their teeth i didn't have to ask them because i gave them why before i gave them what they immediately said all of a sudden we're deeply interested in leaning into this what
0: yeah they're connected with the experience you know? Absolutely.
1: Well, Absolutely. oh yeah yeah and, and so i think when i think about that i begin to think about well How do we do do this in a way uh, to where we can make this such an attractive thing? We can give people why before what? Because here's what I believe with all my heart, that that the people you're trying to lead have got to feel the weight of the problem you solve or the opportunity you help seize before they care about your process and your solutions and your products to solving that problem. Um, I think most people go around with like answering a question no one's asked. Yeah, particularly in this in this particular category. So everything we do in our process from beginning to end is built around getting people to want to lean in to want to know the answer that that or strategy or pursuit for that. So in this in this uh, the way we approach this is all built around that one thing. It's it's the why before what. So uh, I think that if you're not building the anticipation for that, it gets really easy to uh, just divert to one of those other categories. But I think there is a way. And and where you can do it's natural. It doesn't sound goofy, and they're not going. That guy's weird. It's it's like a way where people just want to lean in. And we've got tons, and that's why I'm excited to have Cody on here because we've experimented with a lot of different answers to this question. Uh, and I know we're 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 going to dive into the, the part two here next week on our on our next podcast. But I just think that once you understand this, and, and so if I'm building a little anticipation for what we're going to actually do next, that I am doing that because I want you to come back and, and listen to. Everything, But I think, uh, man, it's, it's, it doesn't have to be as hard as we make it. And every year, I can tell you this, that by answering this question well, with the why before what, we, we take in more clients than just about anyone I know, or at least have an initial conversation with them. Right. Uh, and the quality of our relationship with those clients goes through the roof. It has a ripple effect throughout our entire practice.
0: Cody, let me ask you this question. Um, you know, um, remind us how long you've worked with Wes.
1: Uh, coming up on three years,
0: three years. Right. Um, can, can you remember when people would ask you what you did and you just kind of gave them that answer and they went, oh, good. Right. I mean, do you remember that time? Um, I I assume it's when you kind of started with them or before.
2: Yeah, it was before really. And it was, I can remember, I was just laughing as we were going through that because I, I was remember preparing and having it well planned but never wanting to use it like hated (laughs) you know didn't want anybody to ask me uh, you know what I did right because it was just it it was a label you know I was putting myself in that box.
0: And and how confident or comfortable do you feel now in answering that question?
2: Yeah nowadays uh, a lot better Um, you know we like Wes said we went back and forth and Try this on each other, but but also I think what what helps me is, is is seeing it in action, seeing it you know with our clients, the things that we're the you know the why that we're actually implementing. So I'm 100 confident that it, it works. You know, everybody loves it. They you know they want to pursue it more. So it, it it builds that confidence to ask it on the front end.
0: And it's interesting that for something that feeds you and your family and. Offspring that that we wouldn't have clarity on this right, right. I mean yeah. and, and I, I i I think it's safe to say that you know if the front door of the business doesn't work that's going to affect customer flow right and the front door of a lot of people's business if you work in really a lot of businesses but specifically with finance that what do you do question can either open the doors wide open and you know get them right to the front of the line yeah. or they just go you know what I'm good you know I'm yeah. good Good. Yeah. I have zero interest in continuing to have this conversation based on what you just said. Uh, yeah. and so that, that's why it's really important. And then, uh, you know, I, I want everyone to make sure that, um, that, that they know and, and understand that in our next episode, we're going to dig uh, deeper into this and, and give some practical advice on, and how to avoid the, oh, that's good. And okay, cool. And that's interesting, but it's not interesting enough for me to actually ask a follow up question, right? Response. Uh and, and we want you to know that if you truly master uh your ability to answer this question, uh that we want you to visit wesyounglive.com because if you have a desire to do that, uh one of the things that we've created is um a coupon code for you to get twenty-five percent off a program that Wes has created. Uh again, you'll hear more about this in the next episode. Uh but that coupon code is podcast twenty-five, no spaces, just podcast, the number two five. Uh, and that's where Wes teaches you how to really masterfully craft your answers question because it's going to be dependent on what you do. Um, but there's different scenarios he'll run through uh, and ways to help you formulate your answer and just feel really, really confident. There should never be an um when you answer that question. There should just be confidence. So again, go to wesyounglive.com uh, and you can use the coupon code podcast25 Uh, to get uh, 25% off the full program uh, about answering the question, what do you do? Uh, And I also want to ask you, if you like this show, then we ask you to please find it on the podcast app on any of your Apple devices or computer and leave us a review. We really appreciate it.